forgot you had one of those like Tom Tom things at that yeah. point, right? This was like yeah. 2009, 2008. Was that the one we could get like, like iced tea to like? No, that's uh, that's Waze. Well, um, this was this was like, uh, this was like 12, 13 years ago now. Yeah, probably. this this was like the chunky uh, um, GPS things you would get at like Best Buy and whatnot, like a Garmin um, or whatever. Yeah, actually, yeah. I think it was Garmin, and I remember specifically that. I, we were driving up there, and I think you settled on an Australian woman's voice, and I was like, look, That's like, right. if it wasn't for the fact that I have to fucking drive here, and I don't know where I'm going, I was like, I I need this to be as plain Jane sounding as possible. Um, can, can you um, give us, like, a, a sample of what the Australian woman <laughs> GPS sounded like? You're like, you're like, take your right in on here onto 285. <laughs> um, <laughs> Love it. Love it. Yeah. I also love that her accent goes from Cockney to Australian. Um, yeah, I think yeah. that, I mean, I don't know where she grew up, so I can't really say that she didn't. <laughs> if have you an need experience. to put another shrimp on the Barbie, take a lift. Yeah. That was a little <laughs> more New Zealand than it was Australian yeah. there. Oh, good God. Um, you fucking. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Vic. Um, uh, the, uh, uh, actually, that was a, a little more New Zealand. Uh, I believe it was, I, you know, I believe the trick with is, him is Kiwi. The yeah, Kiwi. The trick is with a New Zealand accent, all of your syllables are E. Take lift he, mate. Take, yeah. take a lift here. <laughs> Ryan, can you do uh, Mark Wahlberg GPS for us? Can you do Australian Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> <laughs> Let's try. No, no, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Can you do New Zealand Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, Kiwi Mark Wahlberg. And then South African Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> oh, which take, is the same. There's take, take you right in to <laughs> Good feel good, Mike. Mike, expect expect some slowdown on the the right side of the beltway. Hey, here's your mother. Here's here's your mother. Here's your mum. How's your mum? So you played Knifey Spoonie before. <laughs> oh yeah, all your jokes are just Simpsons references. Yeah, I want I want to talk about how offensive that fuck that article Vic was fucking offensive. just threw so much shade on you just wow. then. He, I, sipped, he was I wish he they, was sipping his coffee while he, he did sipped it. his coffee <laughs> to like punctuate what he just said, which is oh, all your jokes are Simpsons references. Well, I you, wish I wish I could explain will? to you how often I fucking reference Knifey Spoonie. Like, it's like every goddamn day I say the sentence, you've played that, Knifey Spoonie before. That, that episode uh, simultaneously uh, made me want to go out to Australia more and really ruined the country for me. <laughs> because it was like, oh, clearly they must do everything in dollary dues. Um, an Australian <laughs> flag has a giant boot on it to... Uh, indicate that when you insult the country, they can kick you in the ass with a giant boot. <laughs> and the and the Fosters is disappointingly as big as you would expect I would, it yeah, to be. I wanted one of those big beers having the commercials. Here you go. So I was yeah, like, oh, it's no, big, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, so anywho. You guys uh, having fun? Oh, yeah. <laughs> a- anytime you're quiet, Will, I'm having fun. Well, <laughs> welcome to George Center. Um, but I guess before we get into it, I was thinking of something. Um, so, you know how in, like, movies, there's just, like, one guitarist just, like, walking <laughs> through the desert? Yeah. In movies? Uh, <laughs> movies, TV shows. Or, like, like music videos, especially, yeah. right? Like, um, I, What I was thinking about is, you know that there is a band that is way ahead of that guy that's lugging all of the gear. And this, this, guy, this guy is just a piece of shit. So, you know, you know Pelican has, like, a video where they play it on that idea 
Uh, uh, do they really? Yeah, Pelican. You know they're an instrumental band. Yeah, now? yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So they have a video where the 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 band's playing in the desert, and the singer's like on his way to get there, and like by the time he gets there and is ready to start singing with the band, the song ends. <laughs> That's funny as hell. God damn it. That is That's really so good, good for them. Huh. Well, thanks, Pelican. All right. Uh, welcome to George Center. What do we got for topics this week? Josh, you want to start us out? Sure. Um, so we were talking about the what's the worst bands we've seen live, and if this isn't a landmine of a topic. <laughs> uh, so... Are you afraid of offending bands that you have seen live? Uh, not the ones that I'm going to bring up. So, um, and this this was a Patreon topic, right? Didn't I Steve? believe so? Yeah. Okay. Um, so these are pretty easy ones. Uh, well, to me at least. So the worst band that I've ever seen live, hands down, is Six Feet Under. Oh, uh, <laughs> you, you poor soul. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, no, excuse did, me. I, I just want to give credit. Properly, Brandon Beaver. This was his topic. Okay. One of our Patreon Thanks, subscribers. Brandon. Sorry. Can yeah, I ask you, Josh? Did they play any Graveyard Classics when you saw them live? Uh, I don't even know if Graveyard Classic was that out then. I don't. Well, I'm they, not they really did sure. Like three of them. Oh, uh, it was at Lucky's. Oh, uh, it was that Lucky oh, show. Okay, I was man. wondering if that's I didn't what even it know was. they played at Lucky's. Yeah, that and was that was them and Sworn Enemy. I think wasn't it? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I believe so. That sounds right. Uh, so what? What was? But what was particularly bad? Like you went ca- to see them. I know Chris Barnes is a character, right? Yeah, it was kind of the whole experience. So you get there. I mean, it was. Keep in mind, this was I don't know, more, way more than ten years ago. And you get there, and at a pretty small club, you have to get uh, metal detected. Uh, and so I, I go in, yeah. and he's <laughs> making sure they're making sure you're metal, metal enough detected. to come to the show. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. what, was there any metal detected on stage? <laughs> All the posers <laughs> get kicked out. Yeah. yeah, so they let me in for some reason. Um, but I am a known poser, so I'm not did sure. Did you how change that. of batteries in that fucking did, uh, metal detector? Did they did they detect your snake bites that you had at the time? Oh yeah, those might have been because I feel like I only had those for like three months, so those might have been out by then. How about, I had I a bl- dream that I had snake bites the other night. Really? <laughs> Stupid <laughs> thing to dream about. That's cool. I did I, too. They were they were copperheads, so I had to go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> did you have to take Copperhead Road together? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just, sorry. Just the word association no, that, good. that we do. That was good how you it. associated yeah. the word Copperhead with the word copperhead that was, yeah. <laughs> Chef, chef's kiss proud of you um, anyway so the show was 15 bucks which this was like 15 years ago um, so oh, I was like you know but in hindsight that's not that crazy Chris uh, that's a lot for a lucky show at yeah, the time that's, I feel yeah, like. well not if it's it six was. feet under though they're a big Cr- deal well yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, they're just so, bad that's all hey, that show that show was packed the fuck out was. there was so many Cr- people there Cr- Chris Barnes clearly did not save his cannibal corpse money and invest it well <laughs> no he, yeah he didn't save that uh, Ace Ventura money <laughs> so what no, was it, that was Corpse Grinder and no, no that was that was that was the that was the OG Cannibal Corpse lineup oh, in shit, that movie right on. yeah well, so but in what part I, I have no idea so what when Ace about. Ventura goes to the Rock Club in the movie um, New England Clam Chowder <laughs> is that the club is that the red or the white what are we no doing one? here 
That's, that's, that's like the, the scene from the, the movie. Code okay. to get in or something, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't it's remember like that password. well. <laughs> um, I haven't seen it that recently. Uh, Vic had that shit on deck. I haven't either. <laughs> it's been like it's been around 15 years since I've watched that I'm movie. I'm impressed. <laughs> that's very 15 impressive. years? You At may least. have been watching that movie as Josh was going was to the, the show. show. Yeah. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. Serendipity. <laughs> this moment was meant to be. Do you think all of us were at that show? <laughs> I wasn't at that show. I've never seen I, Six I, Feet I, Under before. No, I, I, I hate Six Feet Under. You I'm were the only like, person no at the show. <laughs> uh, Will I'm, was there. I'm pretty sure Aaron Haynes was there. I know like Kyle oh, Watts yeah. was there. Um, yeah. was it, Ryan, it, Josh. The entirety of Serene Annihilation was I, there? I was... I was <laughs> <laughs> Nobody uh, knows what I'm I talking love, yeah, about. I was just about to say, I love, <laughs> I love all the references we make for like 12 people. For us. 12, yeah. for, for, just for us. Just for us. Hell yeah. Shout out Serene Annihilation. Anyway, continue, Josh. I don't really have any big quips other than just like, it was bad. Like it wasn't... What specifically was bad about it? I mean, like I know that have you listened to Six Feet Under? I have, yeah. <laughs> I've heard worse bands. I don't know. I mean, I like early Cannibal Corpse. Um... And I like early Six Feet Under too, but it's he couldn't he couldn't do it. But that's like an all these things are like known things about him, and all of them were true that night. Um, <laughs> it was like how he doesn't really like he won't come out like during the show until like it's time for him to come on stage, and like Lucky's wasn't a big room. Like it was, I don't even think it was a two hundred cap room. But if it was, then uh, it was they tiny. oversold it. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I think it, I think it was over 200 though. Because they I, had that bar too. area and they opened that up at a point and you could fit a decent amount of people over there but like if you were actually in the kind of like I guess we'll call it the pit area, the um, stage area. Yeah, that's pretty but it's almost like double the size if you kind of count the bar and then really too people would stand near the back door and everything. Right. So Oh yeah. So yeah. I'd say it might I mean for a show like that it's probably they just oversold it, you know. I mean this place is closed so is it really unreasonable for him to wait to come out? Like, uh, that he was really well known as per like packing. I, I, that, I feel that like show I'm not out. following. Like, what what does he not come out for? He just like, just before the show starts. Like, like uh, he doesn't come out at all. He stays in the green room. Or so it's not. I, I think, think it was a tour bus. It was yeah. like it was like a pretty good sized tour bus in the back. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily like that one thing. It's kind of the whole Chris Barnes package. <laughs> that usually kind of because everything kind of added up felt like it was like a little much like it wasn't right. one thing it was like that plus the metal detector and then just the fact oh, that so the metal bad. detector is a factor in the worst band you've ever seen live i mean well that i seems have like never adjacent. i have never been to i don't believe i've been to another show where i've been checked with a metal detector that wasn't a like fillmore show yeah like an arena show yeah so, but it, it could have been something. So this was, what year was Dimebag shot? Two thousand four. Okay, so this is a couple years after Dimebag gets shot. It could have been a rider thing because it, I went to so many shows at Lucky's where like and saw pretty you know decently sized touring bands. Same thing with Soapbox, and mm -hmm. there wasn't like there wasn't any metal detectors. So it could have been like a contractual thing that Lucky's had to provide for that show. Um, and you know, it kind of, the, the atmosphere at the time, that was a really fucked up time as far as going to live shows, people were sketched out and rightfully so I kind of get it to that degree, but like, was the music particularly bad? Was the sound bad? Was the performance shitty at all? Uh, performance I'd say, and, and 
kind of for like as pro of a band as you expect them to be, it just might as well have been like this Fayetteville death metal band Critical Assault. Like it's like I don't understand. <laughs> Critical Assault was kind of good. That was, but it's <laughs> they just were like good at being bad. Ex- well, I mean, they were good for like. You know, what death metal did. construction workers and yeah. like I would have much rather have seen <laughs> death metal construction workers the, like I think that I would I would have any day rather have seen Critical Assault than Six Feet Under <laughs> and oh, that's good like well, they I've were seen, probably knowing Critical Assault, they were probably playing the next night at Lucky's. What would a hold on? What would a death metal construction band be called? Like <laughs> Jack, Jack, Jackhammer or um, Ooh, I mean, death tech, there there is a band called there is a band called Bulldozer. So that's already kind oh, of oh, that's good. That's yeah, good. I just like death metal construction worker. I think that's solid. That's like a grindcore band name or something. You know, th- there should also be like a death metal Indian and like a death metal biker, and you could do like the death metal uh, village people. I believe it's death, <laughs> it's, it's death metal Native American Vic. Yeah. yeah oh, Vic. excuse me, excuse me. I'm sorry. Get with the parlance of our times. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I think a good uh, construction worker grind band would be OSHA Violation. <laughs> Ooh, that's Ooh. good. That's yeah. good. I love that. I love uh, that. They were bad, but also. Um, Kind of on par with them. I saw Twenty Five to Life. <laughs> That's a way different band. I also saw Twenty Five to Life live, and it also okay. was one of the worst bands I've ever seen live. What, what is Twenty Five to Life? I'm not familiar. They're an old school like New York hardcore band. Oh, yeah, God. they came up around the same time as like stuff like uh, It Knocks the Front, uh, Gorilla Biscuits, and shit. Yeah, uh, Madball. You know, um, like and Chrome, also- Chrome Mag, Sheer Terror. Uh, their, much better bands. <laughs> their singer is also known for being a complete fucking character that like wants to get into a fight with the people. He specifically wants to fight people that are the most well known, so that he himself gets a little bit more famous because he so, like so has he's beef a, with somebody. He's a real life clout chaser. <laughs> he yeah. really is. Yeah, and really, like yeah. old school clout chaser. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. His, <laughs> name, his name is uh, Rick to Life. Rick to yeah. Life. Yeah. 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 And, uh, <laughs> And there's also there's a collection of like his voicemails that he leaves for yeah. people telling him oh, how no, much oh, he wants whoa, to beat whoa, whoa, their whoa, whoa. asses. We can't we can't gloss over his name is Rick to life. Yeah. <laughs> so this this band is actually like Bon Jovi or Van Halen. It's just twenty five to life. It's reverse though. It's like you know Johnny Rotten. Or, no, or, don't tell me that, Vic. No. <laughs> Why did I, I say Johnny Rotten? What am I thinking? I think you're thinking. Wait, is, wait, you mean Johnny? Sack? Sex Pistol? That's what I'm thinking of. Bon DC? Or like uh, Ryan Beard. You know Bono I mean? U2. <laughs> <laughs> you know someone who called him Bono U2, though. Um, what was Bono's last name? Does he have a last name? <laughs> That's a great fucking question. I have no idea. Let, I don't want to veer too far away and like get into a full-on topic, but can no. I ask you guys, are you familiar with the phenomenon that I experienced when I was younger where people would call the lead singer of the band the band's name? Like Hootie like, and the Blowfish? Like, yeah. Yeah, like I, I remember when Nirvana killed himself, you know? <laughs> do, do you know or, what I'm talking or, about? Yeah, Leonard Skinner uh, died in the, the in plane the, crash. Right. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I'm? So my yeah. wife has no idea. Like I tried to explain right. this to her, and she was like, "What the 
fuck does that mean? And I was like, you know, like the scene in Die Hard where Die Hard has to walk through the broken glass. She's like, what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I, I, know, I know exactly what you're talking about when like people Alice do that Cooper. conversationally. Like Alice Cooper. Yeah. yeah. So, wait, he doesn't go by <laughs> Alice Cooper? <laughs> He, he what I'm so co- okay. Thank oh, you, Josh. I was like, you, you, you got me all fucked up all of a sudden. Uh, yes, I, I know exactly what you're talking about, Vic. It's just uh, they. It, but at the same time, it's kind of like what Josh was talking about last week, uh, explaining um, like painting a car versus putting a wrap, <laughs> putting on, a wrap it. on it. <laughs> to conversationally, it's just something that we do to get the point across. Like right. when I say Nirvana killed himself, you know exactly who right. I'm talking about. But the the name, you know, Kurt Cobain just does you know escapes <laughs> me in the moment. Well have you seen uh did you know have you seen that movie Videodrome? Of course yes. yeah. Blondie I, is in it. I have not. Oh Blondie, that's a good, you should watch it. Yeah Blondie is in it. Blondie is in it? Yeah. <laughs> Debbie Harry yeah, that's the joke. I had a <laughs> speaking of Blondie. I, I mentioned this on Twitter this week. I had uh, I had this woman on Facebook, uh, and yes, she was a white woman. Uh, unfriend me uh, because she claimed that Blondie invented rap, and I told oh. her that was not the case. <laughs> I, I was heard just, more than one person say that. Where you, the you fuck f- did that come from? It's because of the song Rapture. Like she does that little rap thing and it, and it mentions Fab Five Freddy uh, uh, or Fab Freddy. I'm, I'm blanking it, on his name exactly. It's even got rap in the name of the song. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's what rap is short for. Is Rapture. Yep. <laughs> got it. But, but like she got super fucking pissed at me for correcting her and saying <laughs> no. Like they absolutely did not. I it mean, was just a quick like Wikipedia search would wiki prove rap. her wrong. But but that again, like we talked about this before, you stop the moment right. you think you it's going to be exactly. Why would you even exactly. want that to be true? Like, what does that help you with? Like, does that is that some <laughs> is that some mild like white supremacist thing? I think it, it feels like it, it a little is. bit. I don't. It, it probably so. There's definitely probably a degree of that yeah, there, but snitch. also just like this person is not a fan of rap or hip hop. They're a fan of Blondie, so they want <laughs> Blondie, Blondie to be Blondie even too, cooler. You know? you know? Yeah. Blondie's pretty that's good. Weird, that's oh, weird. Blondie's fantastic. I, this is not a knock on Blondie yeah, yeah. whatsoever. It's a knock but, on. But it's on like I, I can like Blondie asses. and also uh, accept that they didn't invent rap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's okay to like Blondie if you're also okay with you know, um, Dagwood and Jughead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, going to end it on that note. Josh, right. what other topics you got this week? Um, so just two things. Just wanted to kind of give a shout-out to the Frito-Lay strike. Um, but I don't... Yeah, hell yeah. Like absolutely. we've talked about previously, um, we're not very smart people, so you really don't want our opinion of it, but we're very supportive of well, it. You might not want our opinion, but I do like a good explanation, and I've only oh, okay. kind of glazed yeah, over the I, top. I don't know this. this. So this is from CNN, um, and this explains kind of what's going on at the Frito Lay plant in Topeka, where basically like a ton of products that Frito Lay makes: uh, Doritos, Cheetos, Tostitos. Um, didn't realize how many things end with O. <laughs> burritos. Uh, burritos. Um, <laughs> Uh, Anyway, workers at the Frito-Lay plant in Topeka, Kansas say it used to be one of the best jobs in town, a place of shared meals, group outings, and community. In recent years, though, employees and union members say the facility where Doritos, Cheetos, and Tostitos. Uh, It it sounds silly saying those three names back to back. The Threedos. I love it. (laughs) 
Frito, Frito Kahlo. <laughs> <laughs> that took me a second. Oh my God. Ryan, Jesus Christ. <laughs> It was good. I liked it. It was good. It was good. It's just like I'm. I'm trying to get into the serious topics. <laughs> okay. <Sorry>. okay. <laughs> no, I love it. I love that it. was funny. All right. Hundreds of Frito Lay workers at the Topeka facility are in week three of a strike over what union leaders describe as long hours, forced overtime, stagnating wages, and a diminished quality of life. It's the first strike at the plant in its decades of operation. Members of the bakery, confectionery, tobacco workers, and grain millers local 218 union have called on the snack food company to provide better working conditions and pay. Among their grievances are so-called suicide shifts in which employees work a full eight-hour day plus four hours of overtime with little turnaround time before the next shift. Workers do not have enough time to see their family, do chores around the house, run errands, or even get a healthy night's sleep, the union's international president said in a July 12th statement. This strike is about working people having a voice in their futures and taking a stand for their families. So, uh, basically, just miserable conditions. Uh, thank, particularly right now with the work shortage. Um, you know, it, it's one thing if these people, and even if they were uh, uh, compensated ridiculously for their time, which they're not, uh, they uh, are still, you know, like, you have to have a balance there between your your what you do for a living and and being healthy, you know. Uh, the one of the things I read about it, there was like the guy who died on the line, and then they just kind of dragged him away, and then got everyone to go back to work. Um, I think it does help it's to know awful. that if because I kept I, I keep thinking about it, and I know this is like a position that I'm able to be in. Where, where I see stuff like that, I'm like, why do y'all even, like, work there? But it's like, I don't know what jobs are in this town. Yeah, exactly. And so it's exactly. not It really might be their point. only option. Yeah, and it does help no- to know, though, that at some point, this was, like, a place that people wanted to work at. So, yeah, yeah. you know, so it's not like it's just been a shitty place forever. And, and there's you know, probably benefits. There, there's a, a term in, in uh, corporate America or kind of uh, union America called golden handcuffs where... Th- uh, a place of employment might provide dental insurance or uh, health insurance or eye exam stuff. And you can't afford, like, that's kind of my position at, at my place of mm-hmm. employment is that I can't just do weddings full time because I would have to pay. I am type one diabetic, so I can't just uh, switch jobs without having like a decent health insurance plan there. And that shit is hard as hell to find for, you know, labor workers, kind of blue collar workers. Yeah. I just wanted for clarity for the listeners, the suicide shifts that they're talking about um, is basically where they work a extra long shift and they are given eight hours in between shifts to go home, see their family, eat, sleep, shower, do whatever they got to do and get back to work. And that's not even enough time to get a full eight hours sleep. Hell no. I mean, you can't you can't drive home. And get eight hours sleep, get up, get ready, and drive back. Like, that is a very minimal amount of time to even get rest, let alone do the other things you need to do in your life in between shifts. So That's some shit that, that EMT and firefighters do. Like, just for some perspective here, they do three, like, 12-hour shifts on and off. And why? Because it's easier to, like, address, like, emergency situations that way. Uh, th- these are fucking factory workers, you know what I mean? Like, it's horse shit that they're being put through this. We kind yeah. of had something like that at Toys R Us 
uh, back in like t- like Rackwoman when it was still a company where if you worked on Black Friday, you all be- unless really otherwise noted, you had to work a twelve hour shift, and you were allowed to get two breaks in between. And if you wanted to, if you're doing the opening shift on Thursdays, uh, you could leave at like three or four in the morning, and then they're like, if you want to come back later around like eleven or twelve, and work till closing on Black Friday itself, we'll pay you a time and a half. See, and that's that's like a once a year situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like where where they're like, and and you know, kudos I guess to Toys R Us for even like making that optional. You know, if you want to come back and work, we'll pay you time and a half. Like I, I understand little nuanced situations like that, but for basically because uh, again because of this work shortage that's happening all across the countries, it's not just fast food workers or restaurant workers. It is every step in the supply chain, right? And Frito-Lay is one of the supply chains for food, right? That's what they make. So it is happening everywhere, but the fast food workers, you know, you see the signs go viral all the time, like, sorry, place is closed, entire, you know, team quit because of working conditions. Uh, That's just the front-facing, public-facing aspect of this that we're getting to see right now we have that going on right now with uh one of the other locations of uh one of my jobs and i'm not really allowed to uh disclose too much about this other than to say that um for a very brief time period there was one person working the entire store and they would and they would have to put up a sign on the door per the permission of the district manager saying hey you know i need to take a break i need to take a lunch so you would be allowed to put up something on the door problem is that there was one customer who apparently got really ticked off at that and wrote like a letter to corporate and basically made them take that down so Damn. yeah w- would this store be owned by chris barnes and alfred nobel <laughs> chris barnes from six no Feet Under? no no yeah. they they don't do no they don't do that they 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 treat people like people so, okay okay yeah. Josh, uh, I, what liked, you gonna say? I like the idea of like the kind of break between the eight hour shift thing like where you have just eight hours to go to sleep it sort of supposes that you just drive home and then scrooge mcduck like dive into your bed (laughs) like no no disruptions from like anyone in your family you're just like you dive right in you go to sleep and you're just like that's not how i mean that's the idea of the like those crazy bosses they just think they're just like robot people like they're not actual humans just turn off yeah yeah recharge all right, Josh, what are the topics you got? Uh, I was just thinking this week about the idea of Red Hot Chili Peppers existing in 1983. Because that's when they <laughs> formed. And Holy just like, shit. Yeah, and just thinking about them like on shows with like, kind of any punk band from that time frame. Right. Like there's shows where they're opening for like suicidal tendencies. And it's like, but they've always sounded like Red Hot Chili Peppers. And I'm not Ew. saying I even have a problem with that. Like it's it's just that that's strange it's bizarre yeah yeah like they like suicidal tendencies is like you know a bunch of like hard dudes are out there and then red hot chili peppers like comes out with like socks on their dick you know <laughs> and that had to be like a culture shock that, and, and their know, music is all like yeah yeah because like even when you compare that california i mean they've always kind of sounded that way it wasn't like they did a shift into like california drinking my capri sun yeah but like even like you could say like from minutemen to red hot chili peppers that's not that crazy of a leap but it's still like 
it's not about like California sun and like surfing and gobbledygook. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you just described the Beach Boys, though. Well, that's not know. gobbledygook. Well, I mean, I know that, you know, that California sun and gobbledygook actually might be a Chili Peppers album. <laughs> He's just talking about those kinds of bands, you know, like the Beach Boys and yeah, no, Red no. Hot Chili Peppers. You know, yeah, those you kinds know, of bands. you know, those that genre of music, that genre, <laughs> that yeah. one single genre. Yeah, but it uh, just doesn't. Some of the main point is even like when you think about like U two, it's sort of like you can't, you can't. Uh, I can't imagine them, even though the like the flyers exist, of like opening for anybody. It's always in my head, always been their show, and it needs to be their show because they're such a singular thing. Right. Like I, I just can't think about like them being involving themselves in someone else's orbit because. Well, the suicidal tendencies. I only know very little of that band, but that shit sucks. <laughs> like everything oh. I've heard by suicidal wow. tendencies is corny as fuck. See, well, it was because like, you just but... listen to the fucking Pepsi song, you know? Like they have the like, what the fucking institutionalized or whatever. But it, I don't, it, I don't even know what that is. Well, the, I, is that not a the Pepsi only person, song? Or <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. So okay. all I've, I've heard a bunch of people say that this thing about how like suicidal tendencies is corny and silly band, but it's because like the most famous songs they have are like a little silly, but they're okay. like a full on crossover thrash like Godfathers, you know. And, and okay. everyone knows that we're not supposed to have fun with music either. Of but, course, right? and so, even so much of thrash stuff around that time was like pretty silly, and people I feel like sometimes don't give it like a bunch of shit that they would suicidal tendencies. I, I think like if you like like Alice in Chains even, you should check out like Lights Camera Camera Revolution. Like I think like it's kind of fits in there more than them as like a punk band. I think it's like a great metal record. Also you should listen to Infectious Grooves is pretty fucking awesome too. Yes. It's fun, like yeah. it's like suicidal tendencies if they played funk yeah it's, it's, it's basically, that sounds cool it's i mean actually it's it kind of is yeah. suicidal if they play funk yeah yeah plus don't forget that uh suicidal's bassist uh joined metallica so don't forget yeah. that whatever don't forget do. it yeah hey, no matter forget. So if don't you, forget 9-11 the alamo <laughs> and that uh suicidal <laughs> tendencies bassist joined metallica so, see uh even though this doesn't make sense see God damn it. The episode image should just say never uh, forget. Never forget. And then have Robert Trujillo <laughs> standing in front of the towers in the Alamo. God damn it. Wow. That is fucking brilliant. I love it. Too soon? Oh my oh, god. I, I don't know. It. I don't know if it's too soon. When did he join Metallica? <laughs> All right, uh, Dan, what do you got for topics this week? All right, guys, so we are going to do a little settle a debate segment. Uh, We did this in one of our earlier episodes. We're going to do it again. Just getting debates off of Twitter or wherever, and we're going to settle it once and for all. (laughs) This is the final word. I want everyone to know that this is done once we decide. What we say goes. (laughs) Yes. Our our consensus is... Buckle the fuck up, all right? (laughs) All right. You almost said fuckle the buck up. Buckle the buck up. (laughs) Buckle the buck up. I love it. <laughs> All right. We're, g- we're going to start with some easy ones. Uh, toast or biscuit? Biscuit. Uh, I thought you said, oh, you I thought said, you said easy toast or ones? biscuit. That's not an easy one. What are okay, you crazy? Well, let me reword that. Let's start with some simple ones. <laughs> I, I mean, I, 
for me, that one's easy. It's biscuit. It's biscuit. biscuit. Like, like I, I understand like toast works better in certain situations, but if I'm just picking between the items, if they're laid out in front of me, I'm going with biscuit every time. I don't know. It's easier to fuck up a biscuit. It is. Like, but... if, if you're going to a place that where they like make their own biscuits and make their own bread, sure. the toast is probably going to be better. But but we're but, talking but about ideal situations, though, right? Like, we're not talking Are about, we? like, shitty biscuit about. versus perfect toast. Like, we're talking about <laughs> the ideal of each. Right. I, would still, I would still go with biscuit. I'd rather have a good biscuit, but the chances of getting a good one. Now, are we talking about though. American biscuits or British biscuits? <laughs> we're talking about real biscuits, American biscuits. <laughs> mm, yeah, no offense, but... Uh, even if no you offense. fuck up a biscuit, I'm still probably going to take it because if it's fucked up, I can go to the person who made it and be like, hey, here's what you do next time to not screw this up. Would you, you know, do that? You know the trick? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. All right. It sounds like the answer is biscuit. Biscuit's the clear winner. I pick biscuit too. Um, all right. Beach or pool? Which is better to swim? Pool. Beach or pool? Mm, pool. Less chance of you being swept into the ocean. I think I enjoy the beach more than I enjoy the pool. I, I think so too. Yeah, but, I, but I, if, it, if we're specifically Vic. talking about swimming, though, I don't. Swimming is pool, though. But I like I love the waves and stuff at the beach. Yeah, like that's the funnest part, and you can't get that. I hate pool unless I hate you go to beach. like fucking myrtle waves <laughs> or some shit. I hate it because I feel like if I'm outside for like ten minutes, then I will turn purple. <laughs> and uh, I guess that could also happen at a pool. Uh, but I think the best situation, which is kind of like not really fair, is if you can find a pool that is on the beach. That oh, is that the is best good. Kind of pool. I do like that too. Yeah, that's yeah. That's so. Uh, the place that we stayed at in Mexico is like that. It has all these pools right on, uh, right on the water. But then they also did this cool thing where they built these jetties. So there's all these like kind of uh, salt. It's basically it's the ocean that comes in these jetties, but the jetties block the waves from coming in. So it's like so you it's can like a, a natural pool kind of. Yeah, thing? you can scuba. There's all sorts of like wildlife in there oh, and rad. stuff. That's it's awesome. it's amazing. It's so cool. they build Volkswagen jetties in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, some southern dipshit it calls his Volkswagen a jetty. Like you, you know it. So. Can you imagine if uh, aliens came to Earth and they saw, like, pools on the beach? Don't you think they'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, just just conceptually, it's like putting a hat on a hat? Yeah, a hat on a okay. hat. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, did we? I don't think we cleared that one up, did we? Well, no, we it sounds like we got uh, two and two. Well, what about you? Are you not voting in these? I know, I'll vote. Um, I think the beach is more fun overall, but I tend to lean towards pool because of the pain in the ass that is going to the beach. Yeah. yeah getting yeah, all I your shit, that. paying for parking, walking to... Sand. Walking we didn't even mention sand. sand and oh everything. God. Yeah, yeah. So the pool is way more convenient, but the beach is more fun. So and also, I'm not helping the tiebreaker. <laughs> salt, saltwater pools are fantastic. Yeah, they are. Uh, yeah, they and are. I love the feeling, the, the underrated feeling of getting out of saltwater. Um, like it just that, that weird, like shit that's all over your body and in my beard and stuff. It feels amazing. Why is there shit all over your body? <laughs> Fuck you. He, he swims in shit pools. Yeah. Cause, cause fish got a doo doo somewhere. Yeah, true. Fish got a doo doo. <laughs> is that sprocket? Yeah. 
All right, all right. Let's go to the next one. Do you prefer to drink cold or room temp water? Oh, cold, cold, cold. all day. Cool. All right, all right. Good answers. Good answers. <laughs> Me too. All right. Does pineapple go on pizza? Yes. If you wanted to, sure. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I mean, anything by, goes by on its pizza. Own volition. Yeah. No. Pizza is a is is again. There's tons of food in uh like. I don't know. Is pizza as popular in the rest of the world as it is in America? I'm assuming so. In right? Italy, it is. You in know, Italy, <laughs> it's not even that popular in Italy. <laughs> See, that's 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 what I was wondering. If this is like kind of like an American thing where it, it takes off, like Americanized Chinese food or something. Yeah. Um. Uh. It's a vessel for whatever flavors you want it to be, right? Like the cheese and tomato sauce and dough is they're pretty mild flavors. Cyanide. And, <laughs> cyanide. What? <laughs> It's whatever you want. Whatever you want. It's whatever you want. Yeah. I I will say, you know, some of the best pizzas I've ever had are like the weird ones that have like crazy shit on. Like there, there used to be a place in Wilmington. Yeah. Right. (laughs) What? (laughs) Uh, There used to be a place in Wilmington that did like a a chicken honey mustard Dijon pizza. That sounds fucking incredible. That sounds so good. It was bizarre, but it was like one of the best things I've ever had in my life. Me and Dan sat up at the gas station a few months ago and housed an entire cheeseburger pizza. Uh, cheeseburger pizza is good. From Papa John's. It had pickles on it, um, oh, like yeah. whole Ooh. slices of tomato and burger on it. It was so fuck, And it had like a uh, Thousand Island like special sauce or something. I really want to clarify for the listeners here that when Will says we sat at the gas station and ate a whole pizza, that this gas station has like beers on tap. Don't don't yeah, try and wiggle out of this. At, so no, don't try and wiggle out of this. It was a fucking Exxon gas station. All right, I'm going to give you this one. We ate a pizza at a gas station. Yeah, was, was it uh, candies? Have, we'll have to live it down. Yes, yeah, it, it, was, it was candies. candies. Yeah. I had a roommate that one time we were ordering pizza, and we're like, what topping do you want on it? And he was like, can I have cheeseburgers on it? And we're like, what? <laughs> We're like, what do you mean? And you're like, that's like a whole thing. And he was like, no, I just want the little cheeseburgers on it. And he was like, trying to say like beef, like yeah. he wanted hamburger on it. Yeah, hamburger would be the right term. Does he, he goes, no, it's a, it's a was your pizza. was your roommate four? Like, like how old was he? A toddler or? I want, yeah. I want bigger pizza. Well, I think his his. Point was that since a pizza already has cheese on it, that automatically makes it cheeseburger. <laughs> and I'm like, no, if you put it on there, god damn it. Okay, there's some logic to that though. Like, yeah, I, I like, almost, I almost understand. When, when you said the cheeseburger pizza the way that it was set up, that's actually making itself into a cheeseburger. Right, right. It's got like, the dough as the yeah. the bread, so, the pickles, all the other toppings and stuff. <laughs> That reminds me of my my former boss that uh, this place I used to work at. Uh, he was like one of those people that is so like eccentric that your every conversation you have with him, you're like, "What is wrong?" With oh, you? You know? I know who you're talking about. Yeah. So he, if there's like like Subway or something, if you could go in and choose your toppings to put on like a sandwich or whatever, he just like. I don't know if it's on purpose that he tries to be weird or just like his brain doesn't connect that it's not normal to ask for like potato salad on your sandwich, you know? (laughs) And like there was more than one subway and like sandwich place that he got kicked out of and they would not let him back in because he wanted like fucking tuna salad on his Italian, you know, whatever the hell it is. He would just ask for the craziest shit. 
And they're like, we're not going to make that, and you have to leave. <laughs> God damn. I want macaroni and cheese on my sub sandwich. Yeah, right. You, you can get macaroni... You can't get macaroni and cheese in your pizza if you go to CeCe's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, I think you can blame CeCe's for putting macaroni on pizza, and now everyone <laughs> just thinks that that's okay to do. That <laughs> is like putting hat on Haven't you guys tried? Yeah, it really is. Have you tried that? The uh, it's macaroni? so good. Is it's it good? good. Uh, it's good. I think it's awesome. <laughs> it's extra Italian, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Macaroni and that, cheese. That's, like that's traditional. That that's a traditional. It, I believe it's a Tuscan recipe. <laughs> yes. It's funny how, how mad Italian people get about food. Like, can you imagine, oh. like, saying that that's true Italian, how, like, pizza? How mad Italian Americans get about food. You mean yes. Italian Italians don't give a shit? Uh, okay. So the pineapple on yeah, pizza okay. thing, I'm just saying in Italy, they wrap prosciutto around um, cantaloupe. So I feel like they're cool with that kind of stuff. <laughs> Yeah, that's a uh, t- uh, what what combination of Italian foods could you combine to piss off an Italian American the most? Is it like what if you put Chef Boyardee on a pizza, or if you good. made if you made like a Chef Boyardee lasagna? Oh, spaghetti pizza! Yeah, Whoa. you that know, for fun. some of them, if you know, you I just mean, put the wrong herb in a sauce, that's gonna piss yeah, them off, or break your spaghetti in half, right? Oh yeah, that's a that's a huge thing. Yeah. They, they get really uh, mad up, about that. Cut up the pizza and put it in your spaghetti. Oh, <laughs> that sounds kind of all right too. Yeah. All right. What other what other polls are? All right. Yeah, we got a few more. We got to get through some of these. All right, what is the difference between a burrito and a wrap? Or is there a difference between a burrito and a wrap? Me- Mexican style ingredients? Right. Yeah. 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 I yeah. mean, I was gonna say you I'm can get you. Like, you can get like a Mediterranean wrap and you know all the stuff like that. So yeah, I would say or, it's it's you know rates. I think it Blondie invented the rap. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're, we're, we all agree Blondie invented the rap. Let's go to the yeah. next one. What is raw bread? Is it untoasted <laughs> bread or is it bread dough? <laughs> dough. <laughs> the question is, itself. Oh is my hilarious. god, this is like existential. This is like philosophy <laughs> yeah. class now. I don't. What did Holy Pluto shit. say about this? <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh man! He said, I'm not what is planet. raw bread? <laughs> R- fucking goddamn it! I don't know. If you say the words raw bread to me, I think of dough. I guess. I, yeah, I, I think too. raw bread is a subcategory on porn sites, but uh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what would that I be? I don't want to hear any. Yeah, no, you don't. Don't. Ouch! Gross. <laughs> I feel right. like uh, raw bread is dough, and raw toast is bread. <laughs> Ooh, oh, raw, raw toast. toast. Raw, raw toast. toast. It's fantastic. Okay, I like that. I like that a lot. Whoa. All right. Fuck. Hey, here, here's a good one. Um, would you rather eat two whole pine cones or have your sex tape leaked? <laughs> pine well, what cones. if that is Give my me those sex pine tape? Cones. Pine cones. <laughs> all day. <laughs> I can I can saute. I can I can uh, reduce those pine cones down and make them edible one way or another. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you, you, you could. I mean, you could do the pine cones on a pizza too. So <laughs> that's Ooh, true. Okay. That's pine true. Pizza. We yeah, got did three you say, pine cones? Did you say raw pine cones or just pine cones? <laughs> just pine cones. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, all right. So I can cook prepared anyway. Yeah, there okay. was no yeah. specification of how the pine cones. You can make have a smoothie. That's easy. Yeah, I'm pine gonna, cones all day. I'm gonna cook it up like it's an artichoke. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, dip it in the same way. 
I'm getting kind of hungry. I'm going to go with the pine cones, too. I like the pine cone pizza. Yeah. All right, moving along. Is chewing gum candy? That's a uh, hard one. Yeah. It's a way of life. It depends hmm. on the chewing gum. Like, Trident isn't candy, but, like, the thing that you get with the, the big gumball, that's candy. Yeah. Or bubble yum. Yeah. Or it's bubble, bubble yum is candy. Trident or extra. Is bubble tape a still candy. a thing? Oh, yeah. That's candy as fuck. I think gum is a food group. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's on, on the, the pyramid. pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the top of the pyramid. It's over the eye. <laughs> All right. With the it's eye, good. like the Illuminati eye? <laughs> yeah. There's an Illuminati eye on the food pyramid. <laughs> How many servings of the Illuminati eye do you have to have a day? <laughs> I think that's the smallest group, right? So you, it's like you limit it to like once a week, I think. Yeah, you don't want too okay. much Illuminati. That's reasonable. Sure, sure. <laughs> if you eat too much of it, you're Illuminati. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh man, that's such a great porn parody idea. The Illuminati. Oh, God. Oh. Okay, so is that going to be the show image and title this week? Illuminati or we we have remember, so many issues. Some tough choices. This is Can really have, like Sophie's choice here. Put it really small at the bottom and say a skull and bone your mother. <laughs> what? Just hide it. Because it's not that good. No, no, no. If we're doing porn parodies, it would be Skull and Bone Your Stepmom. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Is it? So is the past tense of shit shitted or shat? <laughs> is it now? Is it now? He's spelling it S H I D D E D. Because yeah, if it's that, then it's shitted. Yeah, because that's I'm way shitted. funnier. I've never said the word shitted until just now. <laughs> so I've said chat many times. Though. This is like watching your child take its first steps. I know, really. I is. think this is the past it's exactly tense, the same. The past tense of shit is diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> the past tense of shit is food. <laughs> oh. Talk about Deep. philosophy here. I say so we, we took a we took a uh Bottom of the barrel humor topic and we elevated it to something philosophical. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like we're that's now, what we do on the show. We? We're That's now awesome. like the Bob Marley poster in a dorm room that's <laughs> made up of Bob Marley. I feel like we're elevating the level of our content now. You're that's just good. talking about Frankie's apartment. Yeah. Like that's 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 all you're talking about right there. Uh, I know three other people that had that same fucking poster. Okay. So. Well, I know, but I was talking about Josh specifically. I know another, where his... uh, yeah, another person that only probably five people know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> all right. Uh Dan, how many more of these you got? Um, I got one more. So, okay. is it socially acceptable to have a full-on phone conversation while taking a shit? Uh, socially, like, like in public or private? <laughs> would, would you <laughs> either one? Either one. This is would, mainly. Would you would you want to be on the phone with somebody who was taking a shit while you were talking to them? I'd rather not know. Yeah, but yeah. Then I don't if, care. if you so you if you didn't know and they were. You'd be okay with it, like. Yeah, I wouldn't care. I don't care what anybody else is doing on the other end of the phone. What about what about wiping their ass while they're talking to you? You wouldn't know. Yeah, but I'm saying like he's asking what your preference is. Not it's not a matter of whether you know or not. Right now, do you care yeah, if somebody wipes their ass while you're, talking? You're to you? out of your body right now, and you're looking in on a situation where you're talking to somebody and they're mm -hmm. taking a shit. Are you upset about that or? Do you I'm still not care? I'm upset because they chose to FaceTime in that. 
Yeah, I don't. I would say no. I would not do it. I don't want to talk to somebody shitting. I don't want to talk to somebody while I'm shitting. Yeah, I don't but, either. I don't want to talk I'm to somebody. Also, I agree. If I don't know, I don't care. Right. I set up an appointment for my dog to go to the vet while I was shitting <laughs> this morning. So nice. you're a perpetrator of this. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a different. Let's see, that, oh. that's why you're okay with it. You're, Wait, you're on the defensive. while talk, talking to somebody on the phone, or yeah, okay. I had already done like the bad part of the business. Now, yeah. out of curiosity, when you're setting up the appointment, was it because your dog was having problems shitting? Yeah, we were shitting on the toilet together. <laughs> you should shit in the toilet instead of on it. If I were you, uh, did you, did you that sh- makes more sense. Did you, shit, did you shit in the toilet and Sprocket was forced to flush it? Uh, yeah, forced to. Hey forced. Josh, hey Josh, can you turn on the bidet? Thanks, Josh. Uh, one, when me and Will lived, when me and Will lived together, um, my brother also lived there for a time being, and that's a longer story. Um, but. There was a time frame where I was I was shitting and I was drunk and I had to vomit but I was shitting and so I vomited into the tub and because I was drunk I went to sleep and then oh my, my God. brother had to get up early and go to work at I think Flame and Amy's um, and was like just all of a sudden was like what the fuck let's <laughs> see <laughs> yeah, I didn't clean it up. Uh, that's a great story. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, all right. Dan, that was a great job collecting those uh, <laughs> debates that we could settle on here. Thank you. Thank and, you. Thank and here we are the final word we have said. Yes, exactly. We don't want to hear any feedback from anybody that listens to this show. <laughs> yeah. don't, y'all don't enjoy your two pine cones, by the way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, Ryan, what do you got this week? So I was uh, going down the rabbit hole on YouTube. And have you ever seen any uh, old cartoons with laugh tracks? Yeah, Scooby-Doo used to have laugh Scooby-Doo, tracks. Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah, that's Scooby-Doo. true. That's Scooby-Doo true. and the Flintstones. And yeah. I don't know. Like, Do you think that they could get away with something like that again now? No. <laughs> Will they have to pay for it? Like, they'll need to pay for their sins against humanity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, oh, only if it was like done, I think, in like a one-off satirical way. Like you know what I mean? Cheek I think it made it made yeah. a lot of sense at the time because they were done in front of a live audience. So it really made <laughs> they <laughs> animated them in front of a live audience. Yeah. That's God, a process, can you imagine but, being in that boring ass audience watching them yeah. take like one picture of a drawing at a time? They move a dog's leg slightly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's it's uh there there's so many things from back then that are like the three camera sitcom. Is just that's completely ruined for me as well. Yeah. I can't watch it's those whatsoever. Weird to watch now. It it's is, so yeah. strange. Like I couldn't imagine. I, I can't. Have you ever seen those clips? We may have talked about it before, where somebody takes like an episode of Big Bang Theory and removes the laugh track. Yeah, and they're it's weird just as hell. they're just talking to each other. There's no jokes in there. Like there might be like a an attempt at a joke once every 10 lines of dialogue but then you listen back to it with the laugh track and it's like after every line there's laughter from the audience so you're saying that we need a laugh track because nothing we're saying is funny 
Yes, that's exactly okay. what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, if if you removed our laughter from uh, this episode, Vic, Vic should try that. Vic should try to remove me cackling from the background and see if what we're saying is actually funny. If you, oh, I don't want to hear that. If I don't you, hear that. I don't want to hear that either. If you contribute to the Patreon, please send us a recording of your laugh. We can mix you all together and, <laughs> and give the idea that we're funny. That's a good idea. But uh, that's all I had for that one. I just was thinking, though, that could you do this with, like, some of the more popular ones, like maybe uh, Rick and Morty or whatnot? Hmm. Yeah, I think if something's naturally funny, hearing people laugh on it on a TV show, like, really takes away from it super hard. I agree. I agree. It Like, it makes you feel like you're not finding it funny on your own that you're just being like, it's like a Pavlov's dog. You're being kinda. bullied. Into yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, exa- it's peer pressure. That's exactly yeah. what the laugh track is. I don't want big government to tell me how to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that's almost, you know, that's almost what it, it feels like in hindsight is that American TV watchers were having to have their sense of humor be trained. You know, to like let you know this is humor, this is comedy, and this is what we, this is when you should laugh, so you should laugh here. And like over time, the laugh track fades away for the most part because the, you know, that sense of humor as far as like TV consumption gets passed down from like parent to child and so on and so forth. I think there's a logical reason why people did it. I think it's like if you came from like the tradition of vaudeville, and you were used to seeing comedy in a live element. And then even when a lot of those live shows moved to radio, um, it felt natural to have laugh tracks so that people would feel like it's sort of of a vaudevillian tradition right, uh, right. going forward. But now it makes no sense. Like it doesn't, it's not attached to anything. It's just at a point, it just became something we did and even still do. So yeah, it's very weird. You know, when I started uh, really getting into listening to podcasts, the main ones that I loved the most were in a live setting, like with a crowd. And the more podcasts I listened to, I started listening to ones that didn't have a crowd. And it was weird to me. It was like hard to listen to. Hard transition. Yeah, it's strange. It, yeah. Now I feel like you're making a case in favor of laugh tracks. Yeah, I kind of well, feel that way. I don't know. I guess if absolutely. you're used to it and it goes away, it's weird. Well, there, there's a difference here, though. Like, a laugh track is an actual recording that the producers play over, you know, it, sitcoms like... Is will, it, it, I thought it was, like, recorded in front of a live studio audience. Some of well, them are. Some of them are. Some of them just have laugh tracks. So, like, if it's a live studio audience, but also even, even those are... Uh, you know, there's a big sign that says applause or right. like that They're lights still up fucking every telling you what to do. If, yeah, pretty much big government. big government. Exactly. Is <laughs> is dictating the laugh. The but deep state is telling you the, the big podcast, laughter. The podcast thing that you're talking about is <laughs> the big deep uh, state theory on CBS <laughs> is it the deep state. God damn it. Fuck you, Ryan. <laughs> Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> I, do you have any idea what you're about to say? I, no, I don't. I fucking Fuck yeah. don't. God, Fuck that's you, awesome. Ryan. God uh, damn it. You derailed the shit out of him. God. Yeah. Every fucking week. Wow. Every week. 
I bring up. I I oh, don't man. ever bring my topics to this fucking show so that there's plenty of time for everybody. And that, every time I do, every time I get into something, Ryan fucking undercuts the <laughs> shit out of me. Uh, he fucked Fuck. you up so bad, Ryan. I'm sending you one of those fruit things on the sticks. The edible he's, arrangements. He's a goddamn ninja at this shit, man. You're a black belt in fucking my train of thought. Up. <laughs> It's amazing. Uh, anyway, oh, um, Jesus Christ. What was I trying? Oh, oh, the podcast reactions, like those are natural reactions, right? Like there is nobody in the audience's ear. We've been to live tapings of of Doug Love's movies and shit. Mm-hmm. Like that is a very innate natural reaction that is more in line with the actual sensibilities of the show. That's there it, it is. The end. You did okay. It. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you, you just started to say something and then you stopped. <laughs> no, I was going to say that's actually really I, all I have this week. I was going to talk about Space Jam 2, but I really don't want to. <laughs> yeah, neither do I. You really don't want to? No, I really don't want to. I still haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Uh, it's so. just, it's it's wholeheartedly shitty and bad. Yeah. <laughs> it is yeah. not so, like I, the original. It felt soulless. <laughs> wait, wait. The, the original's kind of good, though, right? No. Uh, no? I haven't seen it in so long. I, I just remember yeah. that Bill Murray's in it, and so I, I just imagine it's great just I mean, because Bill Murray's it's in it. It's fine. Like, it's, it's a kid's movie, like, but it's not like good. The original it, is nostalgic. Yes. But there's like good kids' movies and then right, shitty right. kids' yeah, movies. Right? It is not one of them. Yeah. I don't really know. Okay. If, I mean, I would say, you know, well, if you want to watch it with your kids, you know, and turn your brain off and you know i was like your kids deserve a better movie than this like it's it's just so soulless and just bad is it, one of those things, it seems like it was put together by like a commercial agency it does it is a giant advertisement for warner brothers entire catalog of them going look at all the properties we have go check this out like <laughs> they they digitally and and the weirdest part of the fucking thing is that they digitally insert uh, cartoon characters into scenes from some of their properties. So there is a scene from Austin Powers, which I was like, <laughs> this movie is fucking 20 years old. And you're doing Dude, a goddamn- is Austin Powers 20 years old? The one that they referenced. Oh, it's older than that. Yeah, well, this Holy was, this was uh, from Spy Who Shagged Me, which came out in 2000. And they like insert a scene where uh, I think it was Elmer Fudd pops in. They're like- He's pl- he's substituting for Mini Me because he's bald. And I was, Jesus Christ! And they have Mad Max Fury Road with. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. You, you glossed over Sylvester is the hairless cat that Doctor Evil is petting. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, Elmer Fudd walks in as Mini Me. Uh, but what you're about to get to, what you're about to touch on, is the most disturbing scene. By the way, not only is is uh, Austin Powers 21 years old now, or that movie is. Um, there's a scene from Casablanca. <laughs> so like whatever yeah. year that came out the 1940s or whatever there's like yeah. there's also a scene with the fucking matrix with uh granny playing like in the matrix and I, well well the the wiley so so to, to give the listener uh, an idea of what we're talking about here inside the warner brothers servers there's all of these movie planets and the looney tunes have escaped from their planet and are like basically hanging out in all these different worlds for fun Wiley Coyote, for some reason, chose the Mad Max Fury Road world <laughs> to hang out in. And he is one of the dudes that's like working for Immortan Joe, spraying his mouth with the silver spray He's paint. A war boy. Uh, war boy. 
<laughs> War boy. So there is cool. a lot of <laughs> fucked up shit to unpack about that. And okay. Wiley Coyote. Now this movie sounds good. I want it it. You're just making me want to watch it now. Like, yeah. So so I'm that, getting for, hyped for that very kind of demented scene. That's about the only kind of like moment in the movie where you're like. Fuck! I need to know more about Wiley e. Coyote and his like disposition <laughs> on things. Uh, the rest of it is just bland, and it feels like it was filmed at, and it might have been at the height of the pandemic because everything feels super unnatural. I did mm. say I don't want to talk about it, but here we are talking about it. Yes, of course. Um, so, of course. Yeah. I will. This so sounds crazy on brand for Warner Brothers because I don't know if you've ever watched like Tiny Toons or Animaniacs. The whole mm-hmm. thing is like they just like take the Warner Brothers properties and just make jokes about their own shit that's that they made before. That's like that's just what they do, I guess. Animaniacs especially. It like yeah. cuz they lived on the back lot of Warner Brothers, right? right in the yeah. water tower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And they were the Warner Brothers. Right? Yeah, and the big thing that was attracting people to this film, I believe other than, you know, LeBron James was that the big basketball scene towards the end, like the the fucking game. By the way, this movie's 2 hours long. Which I was like, there's no fucking reason for this thing to be two hours long. (laughs) Um, But there's a big basketball game where they invite all, they invite all of the characters um, (laughs) that basically like it, the entire court is surrounded by WB characters. So you have everything ranging from like uh, the gremlins from gremlins. um, Holy shit. The creatures from, do you remember um, the Herculoids? Like an old Hanna-Barbera cartoon? No. Yeah. Um, nope. But and they have. I feel like so, I've, I've had some bad Herculoids yeah, so, before, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> put put some ointment on um, that shit. So the, the two ones that caught my attention and were courtside were Pennywise from It, which I was like, <laughs> you mean the, the new, wait the new mean, one or the, 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 Tim the, new, the new one? Which I was like, you mean the killer entity that like kills and eats children? You're putting that in a like a, a fucking movie catered towards kids, and he's just there like hanging out. Yeah, and it's face. not like you see him once; he's in the shot several times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is Porky Pig in the movie? Yes, yes. Yeah, Do he, you think when he has hemorrhoids, he has to use ointment? Oh my <laughs> god! Uh, he does do a battle rap against somebody in the movie. Um, As Porky notorious pig? P.I.G. Yeah, uh, I, I, I uh, wanted to. I wanted to stop after that. I think it's so bad. Yeah. It's so but, bad. But the thing that, but like the thing that really caught my eye more than Pennywise was a very brief moment in there where you see in the background a character from the movie The Devils, which is a 1970s very controversial horror film that has still never seen a proper release over here in the states in its uncut format, and like this movie was almost banned. The Ken Russell movie? Yeah, the Ken Russell movie. And okay. um, yeah, great fucking movie if uh, anyone has not seen it or try to track down a copy. But a co- uh, the, the fucking nun from that movie is in the background watching the Looney Tunes in a basketball game. So what? it's very weird to have them sort of flaunt the fact that they own this property but still never put it out on home video for us <laughs> in the States. Well, not only that, but the droogs from A Clockwork Orange are standing courtside the entire time. They're in multiple shots. Like, these these guys, like, kill people and rape people and, like, do, like, they they do ultraviolence, right? And now now they're ready to slam and welcome to the jam. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) They're ready to ride the train. Would you say that it's run long running time? Did it burn your biscuits or did it burn your toast? <laughs> um, it, uh, it, 
Yeah, it burned both. Um, <laughs> I I think I was eating. I think I was just eating like a like a shitty burger during this film because I was like, I'm expecting this to be bad, so I don't want to waste. Good I don't f- want to eat good food and watch a bad movie. You got to eat bad food. No, and I, watch a I bad totally. Movie. If I know I'm going to probably enjoy something, or there's a better likelihood that I'm going to have fun, I will eat something relatively nice, or I'll cook like a nice meal. But if I'm expecting something like this, I will not be afraid to go grab something from like Taco Bell or Wendy's or something. Yeah, like, like that. you make it a whole sensory experience. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, uh, because I'm fucking fat. So <laughs> yeah. Okay, terrible topic. I hate that you brought up Space Jam. <laughs> yeah, like don't don't watch it, please. Just just um, don't watch it, please. I will. <laughs> All right, Vic, what do you got this week? Um, so uh, doing sound at Reggie's, I often have to like play music in between bands, you know, mm-hmm. because usually like the bartenders will play house music, but. They don't play it when the band stops, and then there's a moment of silence, and that is just like nails on a chalkboard for for, for the ones that we've lost. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget. Never forget. <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> but yeah, so like the silence between bands fucking kills me, and I can't stand it. So I have to play the house music, and so like I've created a numerous different playlists depending on like what the situation is. Sure. And every single time I play one of my playlists. Somebody complains about how much it sucks. <laughs> well, really? Okay. When you play house music, do you play uh, David Guetta? <laughs> oh, house <laughs> music. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I think I might be coming to the realization that I just have bad taste in music. Because, <laughs> like, no, the more no. that people complain, Never. the more I streamline my playlist to be like, well, this is might be more acceptable for more people. But still, somebody's like, "What the fuck are you like? Play- can you please change this?" But what, like, what's the last song that somebody complained about? It yeah. was um, Christopher Cross sailing. <laughs> They're just idiots. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I don't. That's the best music to play at a venue, right? Well, and it that became one of the things because, like, I mean. My first instinct, you know, like, just to play whatever the hell I was listening to, I just happened to be listening to a bunch of metal. And, like, one of the bartenders was like, can you fucking play something other than metal? And I'm like, okay, well, I mean, yeah, I, I listened to a bunch of other shit. So I made, like, kind of like a rock playlist. And still one of the owners was like, can you turn this fucking metal shit off? I'm like, it's, not, it's like a fucking classic rock song. <laughs> See, I feel like the problem here isn't so much you have bad taste in music. I think the problem is more so that people who don't like things can't shut the hell up about it and That's not have true. to complain about it. That's like true. it's cool to not like something and just suffer in silence about it. Like yeah, right. there, I, I hear music I don't like. You know what I do? I fucking deal with it. Like <laughs> yeah. it's okay to not like it and to not fucking have to. You know, go like, if you oh, wait three minutes, so it's going to be over, and another yeah, right. song's going to play. Unless you're playing Alice's Restaurant. <laughs> or Freebird. Yeah, yeah, see, that's what I was about to say. It's like, if you don't like the, the song, just wait three fucking minutes. Another song's going to play. I, I'm not playing fucking The Heart of the Sunrise by Yes or Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner or anything. Yeah. It's like, Ooh, just wait a second. Be, uh, those are great. Wreck <laughs> Edmund Fitzgerald. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, which is also a great song. If you don't like it, I'll pack your bag and <laughs> <laughs> tell you. 
Get out. <laughs> Lo- love it or leave it. Yeah. Yeah. The cool God thing, Reggie's it. has doors. And they work really well. Yes. Yeah. So yeah like, you play the doors? I could not imagine going up to somebody running sound at a show and being like, hey, I don't like this specific song. I know I'm one out of 150 people here, but could you not play this for me? Like, yeah, well, it's, could- it's not just the people that, the patrons, it's the people that work. I work with. Oh, yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. They, they, they have to hear it all that. night. Yeah. I, I could see mm-hmm. that, but also, yeah, well, like... That's the, they don't have to hear it all night. I only play it between bands before yeah, and after yeah. I turn it off. They play their own shit. It's like, also just, it's a portion of the night that is even just between it's like ten or fifteen minutes at a time. I'm struggling to think of a song or a band that would come on that would make me ask somebody to change it. Right. Even there's if a lot I worked of music, there, man. Yeah, I know. I, I know there's a lot, but like I don't have that visceral. The only time I have really visceral reactions to hearing music is when I'm like, "Holy shit, this is really good." You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Like I, the the opposite of that, my brain my brain just kind of tunes it tunes out. Tunes it like off. I, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. What I would recommend is just play the Judgment Night soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, I think it, that's about to be my everyone, fucking mo. I will it was do my that. it was my go to at the milestone. What line. is Judgment Night? It's like rappers and bands together. Yeah, it's it is a. A uh, really nice collaborative effort between a really really big rappers at the time and a lot of like alternative metal bands. Uh, there's House of Pain and Helmet, uh, like Dinosaur Junior and Del the Funky Homo Sapiens. Yeah, so this is Proto Limp Biscuit. Yeah, or it's okay. like right around cool. that time. I mean, it's definitely oh, like yeah. where rap rock could have gone. It's right. just like has more taste. It's yeah. definitely better than Limp Biscuit for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. But uh, you also said soundtrack, so I thought this it was is a movie. soundtrack. It is. It's it's a movie soundtrack. Okay. Yeah, it's Emilio okay. Estevez movie. Uh, I think Ice T's in it. Gotcha. And, uh, and Ice T okay. does a song on there. He does a song with uh, Slayer, doesn't he? Yeah. topic this week um i'm just gonna go to something uh, one of our patrons left us schweitz uh is the and I, th- I think i know the answer to this is the solo by the devil and devil went down to georgia it's just like objectively cooler than johnny's absolutely it's one of the yeah like it's one of the most badass moments in a song like particularly because it's kind of like a bridge but it just it it fucking sounds evil as shit. How about I think that's a great song up until Johnny's part of the song. It's like if that part wasn't in the song, that whole song would be rad. Yeah, like Johnny yeah. should go fuck himself. I don't. No, this, I don't. I don't dislike Johnny's part. I, I, I love do. that part too. Uh, but but the the devil whooped his fucking ass. Absolutely. Yeah, the devil definitely won. Someone one time told me uh, they were like, if it wasn't. If Johnny's part wasn't as uh, good, then he wouldn't have won. (laughs) And I'm like, you realize that he's the hero of the story. So it's not like during the song, it's sort of like we're battling it every time. It's like it has a predetermined ending. Yeah. That's not how like an <laughs> argument of whose part is better really works. <laughs> like I would, that you is know, evidence it's... on their side though. Yeah. Like they won. What do you have? You just saying you like it better. I have proof yeah. that Jack love it or leave it. Love it or leave it. <laughs> I would love to uh, to hear 
who else the devil challenged and what their parts were to lose to the devil. You yeah, know like what I mean? De- did devil challenge like Ingve Malmsteen or anything? Well, I, I just mean, I was just thinking fiddle Steve parts, I. but yeah, yeah, like he challenged Neil Pert on drums and shit, or like uh, fucking. So the devil's a multi uh, instrumental player. Yes, multi- yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, because it does say he went down to Georgia, so he's like traveling like all over, all over yeah. the country at least. Like he's not from Georgia; he doesn't live in Georgia. Yeah, he had to go down there. from Manhattan. What if he just exactly. lives there and just challenges people every once in a while? So just like he challenges Tyler Perry to make a better movie. <laughs> 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 he challenges Outcast to make a better album than him. He goes yeah. on that Bobby Flay cook-off show. <laughs> he makes a better Marvel movie. He challenges the Braves in baseball. <laughs> yeah, he goes for the easy picks, right? Like He challenges the Browns in football. <laughs> yes, you think yes. if he was doing baseball, he'd play against the Angels? Yeah. Actually, not, not with, not with uh, Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. Nope. I would not challenge the angels. I know. I'm just Dan. Dan brought it to Dan. Borderline (laughs) brought it to a real sports topic. So I'm just. I'm just saying. I'll never do that again. (laughs) I did not Uh, know those are real people. Will. Yep, they are. Say their say their names one more time, Will. Yeah, Uh, Mike Trout. (laughs) Uh, I I know. (laughs) Vic's just giggling at that. Wait, what's the other one? I want to hear the other one, too. Uh, Well, this is a Japanese gentleman, Shohei Otani. Okay. Okay. Uh, Not as much laughter about that, huh, fellas? These these, these both... Mike Trout is a funny name. Mike Trout is an objectively funny name, and Mike Trout is also one of the best baseball players since Babe Ruth. Uh, Holy shit. Yeah, in all in all seriousness, like he is an incredible like generational player, and nobody knows his name. <laughs> like nobody knows what he looks like. Uh, he's he's very under the radar. Is he better strange. than Michael Jordan? Yeah, at baseball. At baseball, hundred <laughs> percent. These both yeah. sound like guys who would be hired to lose to wrestlers in the mid nineties every week on TV. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, he would be Mike the Trout. Mike the Trout. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right, uh, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Oh, yeah, on Patreon, let me pull this up real quick. We got some new patrons. Uh, I want to shout out to uh, Mr. Levi Funk, uh, who's got the fucking coolest name of all time, (laughs) by the way. And that's genuinely his name, Levi Funk. I fucking love it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. It sounds like a funk song about jeans. That's kind of (laughs) cool. The Wrangler Boogie, the <laughs> Levi Funk, hell yeah, uh, and uh, and Mr. West Hamilton. Um, thank you very much for listening and subscribing. We appreciate y'all support. And uh, there was another promotion on Sticker Mule <laughs> this week, so I ordered uh, more stickers. So I have not sent uh, the the patron merchandise out yet. Uh, Dan's helping me collect all the addresses. Uh, from our patrons. If you haven't uh, set your address in, please check Patreon and send it to us so uh, we can get those out to you when all the merch comes in. Um, I feel like I'm punking our listeners because every week I say I'm going (laughs) to send stuff out, but then I keep buying other shit that I want to send all at one time. Uh, So anyway, uh, that's going to do it for our uh, episode this week. Josh, you want to take us out on Steven Tyler's autobiography? Okay, so we are on page 32. Anyway, my cousin Augie and I had talked these two girls into going camping overnight with us. Two girls, a tent, 
day gives way to night booze is what he wrote. Oh man, wait, you wait, never... can you say that again? I'll try. Two girls, a tent, day gives way to night booze. Okay. This... Okay. So he's calling the booze day gives way to night. Yeah. What? <laughs> it's it's very bad writing. Yes. <laughs> Oh, man, you never knew what could happen with that scenario. We could get lucky. We came to a beautiful rolling hill. It looks so plush and soft at night. Wow, where are we? I don't know, man, but let's pitch the tent and, uh, (laughs) hey, you know. We had a six-pack of beer, girls. What could be that bad? I don't think we were going to be doing the wild thing, but definitely making out and getting drunk. I wish I'd had the evil mind back then that I have now, but when you're a boy, you're mortally afraid of girls. Terrified. We wake up in the morning shouting, For... I will never forget that. We looked at each other. What does that mean? For... Louder this time, and then a golf ball slams into the side of the tent. Oh, four. We'd pitched the tent on the third hole of the golf course. Naked and hungover, we grabbed our stuff and ran like hell. When I was six or seven, I went to church and sang hymns. There was there was a table with candles on it, and I thought God lived under that table. I thought that through the th- power of song, God was there. It was the energy rolling through those hymns. When I first heard rock and roll, what did it do to me? God, before I had sex, it was sex. The first song that went directly into my bloodstream was for All for the Love of a Girl. Way before the Beatles and the Brit invasion, when I was 9 or 10, I got a little AM radio. But at night up in Sunapi, the wind howled and I couldn't get the radio stations I wanted, so I ran a wire to the top of the apple tree. It's still there, and I picked up Wo-Wo out of Fort Wayne, Indiana, and heard All for the Love of a Girl. It was the B-side of Johnny Horton's Battle of New Orleans. All for the Love of a Girl was a slow pick and strum love song with Johnny Horton curling his lips around the lyrics twanging each word as if it were a guitar string. It was very basic, almost archetypal love song. It's kind of an every love song ever written ballad. It's all there in four lines. Bliss, heartbreak, loneliness, despair. I sat in the apple tree and I lived every line of it. The only thing missing was my rage, raging schooner, the likes of which you could pup a tent with. So he's got a hard on when he listens to Johnny Horton. Uh, oh, God. When I heard uh, the Everly Brothers, I wonder if I care as much in those double harmonies I lost my breath. No one ever did that English teen love song better than the Everly Brothers. Kathy's clown, let it be me, so sad to watch good love go bad. When will I be loved? Oh, man, those heart-trending heart Appalachian harmonies. Those harmonic fifths. I mean, God lives in the fifths. And anyone who can sing harmonies like that, that's as close to God as we're going to get short of a mother giving birth. Behold the act of creation, (laughs) divine and perfect. We're going to stop right there. (laughs) All right. Just in time. Just in time. I was about to kill myself. All right. Uh, Thanks for listening this week. Um, I think that's it. I don't know where the hell this book is going. Um, It's like he starts. He starts a thought. Then he ends it. Then he starts another thought. Yeah, it really changes on a dime. Like, it's bad editing as well. Uh, yeah, so right. he's not that much different from me. 
<laughs> no, not at all. Yep, you're practically uh, the Steven Tyler of this podcast. You know? Yes, we're the, we're the rest of Aerosmith. Wait, wait, wait we got to figure out which members of Aerosmith we all are. I don't know I, the other ones. I was about to say I know two names <laughs> besides <laughs> Joe Perry. There, there's uh, well, there's, wait, no, wait, Brad, uh, Brad, Brad Whitford. There, Whitford. There, yeah. Wait, is that right? Well, the reason yeah, that Brad they're Whitford. the reason why they're named Aerosmith is the drummer is named Aerosmith. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. Ding! The car's not moving until everybody's buckled up. I don't know how good your memory is on Comedy Bang Bang. Man, those those fireworks sounded close. Are you sure it wasn't gunshots? Wow, we got here just in time to beat the crowd. Well, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. No, I have no idea. Nah, okay. so, never mind. No. Cut that out.